Good morning. On this Sunday morning, welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. Today we're going to pick up, just as I had mentioned yesterday, from the book of Second uh, Chronicles, chapter 20, starting with verse 1. We're going to be talking about Jehoshaphat. Now, Jehoshaphat was one of the kings and leaders of Israel that came under attack during his reign and uh, basically he saw that the odds were against him there was nothing he could absolutely do so uh, he began to cry out unto the Lord and ask the people to cry out with him and God responded by answering through one of the prophets and uh, the priesthood uh, automatically breaking forth into praise and uh, getting involved but this did not this does not involve a rebuilding or a building of something but this involves what we would call spiritual warfare in this one it was a natural uh fighting and battle that they were going to be uh involved in but uh God delivered them from it and of course the Lord tells them you know uh stand by and watch the salvation of, your, of, of the Lord, for the battle is not yours, but His. And this is another aspect in the, in the building of things. Now, when we read the book of Nehemiah, we see that they were building the wall of the city of Jerusalem and the gates that had been knocked down during the, the Babylonian invasion and captivity. And they were literally building the wall and the gates with a sword in one hand and a hammer in the other, literally. So that is the attitude of the church also. As we build the kingdom of God through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the direction of Jesus himself building his church, then we must have a spiritual attitude of war against the enemy. Jesus has won the war, but there are still many battles to be fought in the Christian life. Ultimately, when you read the book of Revelation, you see he wins, and we win right along with him. That's why Paul was able to say we're more than conquerors. Why? Because it's already a done deal. It has already been accomplished. But this does not mean that we don't have to pray. This does not mean that we don't have to give. This does not mean that we don't have to testify and witness and take the gospel out. On the contrary, it shows us that we are even with more effort supposed to get involved in this. And because of our involvement, we will have resistance. But the Apostle James wrote, Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. But the very first part of it says, Draw first nigh unto God, and he will draw near unto you. So let's start reading, and let's pick up in Second Chronicles chapter 20, beginning with verse number 1. And uh, this may take a couple of lessons here to cover, but we want to just begin to see how we have made mention that there's always these three groups involved. You have the leadership, uh, whether it was the governor, uh, Zerubbabel, uh, during the time of Haggai and, and Zechariah and Malachi, or whether it's uh, King Jehoshaphat or let's say King David. 
you have the leadership involved. Then you always had the prophets that surrounded the leadership to give direction to them. And then you had the priesthood that was involved. So all three together were always involved for the effort of whatever is going to be accomplished to be able to go forward. So let's look at it. And it came to pass after this also that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon and with them over besides the Ammonites came against Jehoshaphat to battle. So there was three groups of people that came against them. And some have estimated this to have been uh, even more than a million or it was just an, a massive, massive multitude that came against them. And uh, the king and the people were literally overwhelmed. And of course, sometimes when the enemy attacks spiritually in our lives, we feel and see the immediate physical and visible results of it. And there can be confusion, there can be fear, there can be stress, there can even be the sense of giving up, throwing in the towel, running away, hiding. But in the midst of all of this, we must not abandon our faith. We must not abandon our God. We must not abandon our confidence, which is of great reward and recompense. At the end of it all, there is a reason for having stayed your ground. Even if that ground is just a little patch of beans that is growing. If that is your possession and that is what God has given you, then if your feet are planted in there, don't walk away. And it says in verse number 2, Then came some and told Jehoshaphat, saying, There cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea on this side, Syria, and behold, they be in Haz as Tamar, which is Iglidai. And Jehoshaphat feared See, the king was afraid. But it's not enough to just be afraid. We have to do something. And the scripture says, And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all of Judea or Judah. Now, when you have leadership that is godly, leadership that is holy, Leadership that is bent over on obeying God and listening to His Word, then you will have, even though fear may strike the hearts of these leaders, they have a heart set on God Himself also. And in this case, it says that Jehoshaphat set himself to seek the Lord. Seek the Lord while He may yet be found. Seek the Lord while He is yet near. Seek the Lord while we can still hear from Him. What do you mean, Pastor? While we can still hear from Him. There came a time when Saul, King Saul, reached a point in his life 
where God would no longer speak to him. And he looked to how he could receive an answer when he was under attack. And the prophet Samuel was already dead and buried. And Saul wanted to hear from the prophet, but God had already abandoned Saul. And no matter what he tried, there was no answer that was coming to him. There was no answer that was provided. So he went and sought a witch to see if he could get an answer from her, the witch of Endor. And yet God had commanded Saul and told him to get rid of the witches, to get rid of the individuals that were involved in all these different arts. And in doing so, he winds up hearing and getting a, an answer. But it wasn't from God. It was from beneath a familiar spirit. And that familiar spirit spoke in the voice of Samuel and imitated Samuel. And he believed that it was Samuel, but it was not. It was a familiar spirit. So seek the Lord while he may yet be Found And when he is found of you, one of the things that he enjoys to do for his children is he loves to hear their prayers and answer them. So all of Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord. See, it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by my spirit, saith the Lord. That is what makes the difference. If I rely and depend upon myself and my strength and my ability, then I am going to fail. I'm going to fall flat on my faith because God is not depending on how strong we are. He is depending on how strong he is. God is, God is depending on us humbling ourselves before his mighty hand and he will exalt us in due season. Well, in this case, the scripture says that Judah gathered themselves together. It wasn't one individual trying to do all the work, but it was the entire nation gathering together to ask help of the Lord. But there is also a danger in seeking out our own help and not asking the hand of God to be with us. In this case, when David tried to number the children of Israel to see how many men over the age of 20 there were, and that was usually done to see those that were of the proper age for war, and also it involved collecting, collecting a tax that was given. He was not commanded by God to do this, but instead he was tempted and influenced by the devil, and even his own general his own captain over the host, over the soldiers, told David, don't do this thing, it's not necessary. But he went ahead and did it, and because of that, judgment came upon David and the nation of Israel in that time. By the time the angel of the Lord was done, there was about 75,000 people that had died because of those three days of judgment that the uh, that that angel that came to destroy uh, accomplished. So it says, even out of all the cities of Judah, 
They came to seek the Lord. They came. They came to Jerusalem. They gathered themselves together. It was an effort that was united. It was an effort that reminded them, hey, our lives are at stake. Our livelihood, our very families. Let's ask God, especially having a godly king that can help us and that can also call upon the name of the Lord. And they did that. And it says in verse number 5 of Second Chronicles chapter 20, And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court. Now this was before the temple had been destroyed. This was one of the reasons after Solomon had built the temple that God said, I have put my name here. And if anybody is in this place and calls or even faces to the direction of where this place is, and when they pray unto me because my name is here, I will hear them. But also, he says, I will hear them if they repent. I will hear them if they are my people. I will hear them if they return or turn unto me. All of these things involved a repenting and repentance also on their part. Well, by the time we get to verse number 6, the scripture says, And said, O Lord God, this is the prayer of the leadership of Jehoshaphat. God of our fathers, art not thou God in heaven? And rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of the heathen? And in thine hands is there not power and might, so that none is able to withstand thee? Remember, it's not by power, it's not by might, but it's by my spirit, saith the Lord. So he does pray, and his prayer is written for our benefit, for our benefit in this sense that these things were written for us to be able to, from an example or pattern, to follow, to believe, and to be able to understand the things that God does and why he does them. But consider this. Jehoshaphat, the prophet, the word of the Lord, the people, and the priesthood were all involved in this activity. And consider it. You're not alone when you decide to join the great movement of our God here on this earth as Jesus establishes and builds his church that his kingdom may be the ruling kingdom over all the kingdoms of this earth. Consider this food for thought and for the imagination. Join us on Monday as we continue with this same thought. The Lord richly bless you. Amen.